0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Philly Youth's first ever live stream interviews with Philly talent, Philly, you know, just highlighting some young individuals from Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love on behalf of the nonprofit organization, Philly Youth. So to kick off our very first episode, we have the lovely, talented young actress in the works, Azuri Hardy Jones. Just stick for a moment as I read her bio. Azuri Hardy Jones is a ten-year-old actress making major waves in the entertainment industry. At the age of six years old, Azuri developed a passion for acting and debuted it in her first theatrical performance. Azuri Hardy Jones has consistently booked roles in short films, independent projects, stage productions, web series, and so, so much more. She is also booming in the voiceover world. With four years of experience within the entertainment industry, Azuri has established a successful voiceover career. Azuri's most recent film credits include voicing Jade in the upcoming Nickelodeon's animation series, Dear Squad. So without further ado, I'm just going to bring Zuri. Oh, she's already here. I'm going to unmute her. Can you unmute Zuri? Hi. Hi, everyone. It's so good to be here. I'm so excited. Oh, it's wonderful to have you here, Zuri. And guys, it's not a coincidence that we both have the same last name. We are sisters. And I am so excited to be interviewing Azuri. She is a powerhouse when it comes to the entertainment industry and I am so excited to not only talk with her about her journey but for her to share what she's learned and what she's successfully doing in this entertainment world. So are you ready to get started Azuri? Absolutely. <laughs> righty. so my very first question for you Azuri is tell us a little bit about yourself what you do and you know you kind of have the floor to talk about yourself.
1: Okay I guess I'll talk about acting. <laughs> so yes, as it said in my bio, I started at a young age of six. I actually started watching you would day. She was in a, a musical of Annie and the Suttons, and I was just—it looked so cool and so fun that if I didn't do it, I probably would be very, very bored doing nothing. So I decided to go up from some parts, and people decided that they loved my energy loved my well the way I connected with people and how fun I can be and I liked how everybody well thought I was adorable because well I like attention and I ain't gonna lie I I love attention so yeah I've been in a couple more things going through seven eight and nine I've been in um short films i've been in as you said a cartoon as jade and it has never been more fun to see how people react to how old i am but how young my voice can sound when i'm in a booth so it's just so fun and cool to see how everything can go when well you just be yourself right very well said
0: azori i forget sometimes that you're 10 years old when you just (laughs) You sound so mature, and I love that about you. And um, you know, I think it's really cool for someone to be ten years old and to be able to go through this entertainment industry at such a young age. You know, I'm pretty sure you've learned a lot within your, yeah. you know, your four years of being in the entertainment industry. And with that being said, you know, I'm pretty sure you do a lot of things outside of acting. And, you know, during your downtime, when you're not auditioning or training or on set of a short film or in a booth for voiceover, what do you like to do for
1: fun? Okay, this is going to make me sound very, really old, but I like to crochet. I made a hat for my grandma and I make shirts. And my grandma always tells me that I should make a business out of this so I can get money. And I'm always like, I'm not that good, grandma. I'm not going to put everything up like that but I like crocheting. I like drawing. I really like drawing. I like to see how many tools I can make to make sort of a masterpiece, so that's what I think it's pretty cool. Um, I'm not going to lie. I like watching other people pursue their life in acting as well. I like watching them on TV, how they went from a child that just went from eight to nine, and then boom, they're on a show that probably like rockets them up to fame. So now they're all famous and they've been on a Disney show and that's so cool. And I can always see myself in that type of position. And I like to see how their journey goes so I can sort of, well, not compare myself, but make my own journey. That's not so different from theirs. So I can be on something like that, but make my own path and how I can buy sock rocket and fame. That's awesome.
0: I love that. And you said something that was really cool about how everyone's journey is different and, um, you know, everyone sees the success so quickly, especially for child actors. You know, it's kind of different for older folks. Kids have that. What they, what do they call it? The wow factor yeah. the factor of, wow, like this kid is going to be something huge in the future. And I definitely see that within you. You know, I'm your sister. You know, already know how I feel about you. And yeah, I think, you know, for someone who's only 10 years old, you're really wise. I'll say that. Thanks to me, probably. (laughs) But yeah, just talking in regards to acting, um, every actor has like a dream role. And I think it's so cool that you being 10 years old and you've already done like a bunch of voiceover work. You actually did a short film that came out on Darm Studios YouTube page, yeah. which is booming right now. Congratulations. And, um oh yeah, guys, definitely check that out. She plays an amazing young little girl. She it is just it's so good. Please check it out on Darman Studios YouTube page. It will be like the first video you'll see with already 5.5 million views. I mean, first mm-hmm. off. Let's just talk about that. How does it feel to be a part of a project like that and to have 5.5 million people okay. watching the video or the short film that you were
1: in? Okay, so I woke up and I went on it and I had a friend say, congratulations. I was like, oh, thank you. So I went to go see it. I went I my top-top Darman Studios. So where did you see it at? Oh, okay, so I typed in Safari, Darman Studios, because my, everybody was saying, congratulations, congratulations. So I was like, oh, thanks. So then I wanted to see what they were actually congratulating me for. So I typed in Darman Studios, and Woman shame for tattoos. I looked in on it, and it said it had a point, like 5. million views. And I was like, that's over two nights. How is that already seen? I forgot that there's a different time limit, so people are up when I'm asleep, so they're viewing it right now, and that was so cool. I was like, thanks, everyone, even though I didn't even know that it was that many views.
0: Right, right, and it's so funny because
1: you didn't even know it was out yet, and people were congratulating you. Yeah, I was, um, I didn't actually know a lot of people were watching. Well, I knew that it was a um, big thing, that a lot of people liked YouTube and liked short films and like Darmian videos. So I was kind of excited and really happy, like really, really happy. I was like, I'm famous, I'm famous. I'm going to skyrocket!" Like and I was like, it was this amazing feeling in my gut saying, you're already starting. You say you want to be famous? You're already there, almost. <laughs> so I was just so happy. And mm-hmm. I want everybody to feel that feeling that I felt when I saw how many views that was.
0: Yeah, that's pretty awesome, 5.5 million. That didn't scare you at all?
1: Actually, it did. I, when I saw it, I was, well, I wasn't scared, but I was shocked. I didn't really think, well, yes, a lot of people see Darman videos, but I didn't really think it would be that many. My mom was like, that's like a fourth of the world. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was shocked. So it wasn't really, I was excited, I was just like, I was sitting there, confused, but also
0: happy. It was Mm -hmm. a weird feeling. I loved it. Right, right. And that's so amazing. Just a young kid from Philadelphia, making her dreams come true in the voiceover world, in the film world. And you're just doing a really good job with that. And here on this platform, I'm just going to congratulate you in advance for (laughs) all the things you're going to continue to do. And it's cool that I get to be in the front row watching. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, of course. Of course. And not only did a feature, I'm sorry, not only did a short film on Darman Studios on their YouTube page come out and did such a successful job with views, you're also voicing a cartoon character on Nickelodeon. I mean, I think if I were in your shoes, and if I was a 10 year old kid, and (laughs) be a part of something like Nickelodeon, I would be over the moon. And I mean. From your standpoint, could you talk a little bit about the preparation behind that? How in the world did you get involved with a Nickelodeon project like that that's gonna be coming soon? Could you, you know, talk a little bit about that
1: from your standpoint? Yeah. Okay, so I first started with just a a submission. Saying, "Oh, we need a young girl with a beautiful, nice voice. That sounds so sweet." So my mom was like, "You have a beautiful, nice voice." I was like, "I think so." So we submitted, and they gave us the audition. So I sat in the closet—well, my booth, I call it—and I sat in there and I said the lines. We were actually coming back from a flight. I think we went somewhere, and we came back, and the um, the callback was on that same day so we were super excited and I was like oh my god so I was actually rehearsing lines on the on the plane Mm -hmm. driving getting there and I was super nervous because I was also trying to worry about the plane because I don't really like planes and I was also worried about if I was gonna get it right or if people were gonna laugh at me or if I was just gonna get be really bad at it so that was all that was um, a special plane ride there. So when we got back, we did it. And maybe like a, a couple weeks later, they said, I got it. So obviously we're rushing around. We don't have the right equipment, but we make it work. We made it work. We ran around the store and say, we need this type of mic. We need this type of headphones. We need this type of booth. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. We went from different booths in my house and finally found this one with no noise from the cars outside. And that's kind of how it happened. And we just went from that. And I'm doing more today, trying to figure out if I'm going to get it or not. Right, right. And I think it's so cool because not a lot of people,
0: or barely when we started, <laughs> didn't really know much about voiceover and what is required of a voiceover artist like yourself. So I guess where I'm trying to go at is that, of course, you had to learn a lot along the way. What were some major lessons that you had to learn in regards to voiceover acting versus you know like film and tv you know what what what's some things that you learned in your
1: journey okay the first time that i ever got into the booth i have to learn that you have to be very very close to the mic when you're saying it you have to have the right well the right type of things we were so confused, but when we figured it out, it got easy and smoother during the way. So I learned that, well, you can't really smack when you're talking because that's going to sound like you have something in your mouth. When And we don't want that when your character on TV is speaking. Um, I learned that you can't always be rushed when you're trying to say a word. So sometimes, to make it easier for me, they break down the two if there's like a giant paragraph, they break it down into two sections so I can say it that way. So don't really be—you don't really have to be scared. They'll help you since you're a kid, and you know, well, they can't do all this as grownups can, so they're gonna give you a bit of a smoother and easier chance to try to figure this out. And they knew that it was my first time, so they knew I was not gonna be as good as it as everybody else. That was probably mm-hmm. professionals. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's just so cool,
0: man. (laughs) You just be in that type of scenario to be able to be in the booth. Like, I'm pretty sure like you didn't go into like a studio or anything, you know, due to the pandemic. Everything is kind of like
1: do it at home, right? (laughs) Okay. So we have a mic. We have headphones. We have a small white little table that we keep the computer where we record everything on. To make the sound not echo, we have blankets all over the walls. So, as I said, we do not have professional equipment. So, we had to work with what we had. So, we put blankets up everywhere to make the sound not echo when I'm speaking. And it actually worked. We found easier ways to do everything that we do.
0: Yeah. And it's so cool because we had to adapt from where we are to make it work. And now you're voicing a Purple Deer in the <laughs> upcoming Nickelodeon Animation Deer Squad. So congratulations, there. That's a super awesome accomplishment. Thanks. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, just branching from there, you know, you're a young kid who's in this world of the entertainment industry. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, you don't get every audition, sadly. That's kind of how it works. <laughs> You know, you get rejected so much. You you have moments where you really want this role, but you don't get it and they give it to another person. And I just want to ask you from your standpoint, Azori, how do you handle rejection within the entertainment industry?
1: Okay. I like to think of myself as the worst person to take rejection. I like to think that I just don't Want Rejection. I don't take criticism even well. So rejection is like a whole nother level that makes me unhappy. I wanted this role really, really, really badly. And when I sadly didn't get it, I, well, I had an emotional breakdown on my bed. And, but then my mom and sister, you came in and you told me that something's better coming my way. Since I didn't get this, don't worry about it. Something better is coming. So it's always good to have somebody that you can lean back on to hold you and say it's all all alright, to get you a glass of water, to calm you down when you don't, well, when you're either really, really nauseous in the closet or when Mm -hmm. you don't get something that you really want and you don't want it to turn into some big mental issue. So, Mm You got to have somebody because you can't keep all that anger balled up inside of you. Right. Right. You have a support system. You have family who is willing
0: to travel near or far and and, and literally leave Philadelphia to go to California <laughs> for the sake of someone's dream. And it's so important to have something like that. And and I'm pretty sure you feel very blessed and grateful to have a support system like that. And to, yeah, to just have family by your side who love and support you and encourage you to keep on going. Because that's what, you know, we all need. We all need people who support us. So that's really great, Zuri. Very much so. It's very great. Yeah. So listen, she's only 10 years old and she's just so well-spoken. I just, I I love this interview so far. Great way (laughs) to start off. I love it. I love it. So And, you know, being born and raised in Philadelphia, that's why we have you here. You're a young, talented artist, born and raised in Philadelphia, recently moved to L.A. to pursue her dreams, which is super awesome. Um, You know, Philly sadly kind of has a bad stereotype attached to his name, whether it's geared to gang violence, you know, with public schools and how there's always a negative standpoint on Philadelphia and the city of brotherly love, but with so much violence happening here, it can kind of be a negative stereotype. So I have a fill-in-the-blank question for you. And it's kind of, you know, just say whatever comes to your mind. Just kind of want to see where your headspace at in regards to Philly and you being from Philadelphia. So the the fill-in-the-blank is as followed: Philly's young people should. Okay, yeah.
1: Phillies, young people should definitely, absolutely, positively follow their dreams. If you never, well, if you don't start now, there's, it's not the end of the world. You still have time, but you don't want it to take so long that you're 85 and you're still trying to get a job. That'll be pretty bad. So I guess just start thinking of things that you want to do, things that you like, ask your parents to sign you up for it. And as much as soon as you know it, you're gonna be really good. As I know it, I was going to be pretty bad. I was young, I didn't know anything really. But when I started to get auditions, it changed my life. I started to be happier, I started to learn more things, I started to feel that I had a purpose in Philadelphia that I'm actually doing something instead of sitting home and watching TV, which my mom says I do a lot. <laughs> and it makes me really happy. And I don't know you guys, but I know people out there, you guys are great. You got things that you can do, you got things that you like to do, so do it.
0: Yeah. Honestly, we could just wrap up right there. <laughs> <laughs> But I I said that because that was such great advice to pursue anything that you desire to do. Doesn't matter what age you are, to just blatantly just do it and just do it wholeheartedly. And if it's something you love, pursue it without caution. Just do it. I love that. I love that. So sadly i had a blast talking to you um my very last question for you is any type of words of advice words of encouragement for young people who are going to be watching this on philly's mobile app on social media on philly's instagram page um wherever this video may be possibly um just you have the floor at the moment to share any type of encouraging words that you would like to say in regards to the youth of Philadelphia, the youth who come across this video. This is your time to share your, you know, your inspirational message.
1: Okay. Hi guys. I want to say that don't, don't be scared. There's a lot of kids who get bullied and there's a lot of kids who are not equal, but I like to think of it as What people bully you about is because they don't have it. So use that to be your own person. Use that to make your own career. Use that to build your own business. Use that to do whatever you want to do. And youth, you can do it at a young age. That's what Philly Youth is all about. Like putting out people that do awesome things. Putting out kids who do awesome things even if it's not being on television. You do gymnastics, wow, that's great. That's what you do. You sing, wow, that's great. You do cheerleading, you can rap. That's awesome, that's what you do. That's what you can do, that's your special talent. I guess I didn't know at the age of four that I would be on a cartoon, but it might take you a sec so you can figure out exactly the right purpose that you fit in the world. But start making some ideas now, or it might not ever come to you. But you'll know. You'll know. You'll know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll know. Everyone has a passion instilled with, inside of them. And it may take time for them to fulfill it. But for to have an idea and a plan right now and to be able to carry on about it, that's the importance. That's what matters. Wow, Zori, you're fantastic. <laughs> You are truly amazing. I'm so grateful to have you on Philly Youth's first interview with top special talent, born and raised in Philadelphia. I know you're going to be doing great things in the future. And we would love to have you back here anytime to share your experience. I know you're in Cali. So we got to make sure we get you back for another time. And honestly, thank you so much for joining us. And for our viewers out there, Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed Words of Wisdom from young Azuri Hardy Jones. She's absolutely fantastic, and it's an honor to call her my little sister. So, it's
1: an honor to call you my big sister. Okay. <laughs> we'll cry later. <laughs> it's an honor to know everybody in Philadelphia. You yes. guys, even though we have a bad rep, there is very awesome things that are in this world.
0: Well, right. this place. Right. I agree. I agree. And you're among the 100 billion people who are doing amazing things in this world, let alone you're a girl from Philadelphia making her dreams come true. So thank you so much, Zuri, for our viewers watching. Stay tuned for our next episode coming very, very soon on Philly Youth. Make sure you guys follow us on Philly Youth at Philly Youth underscore on Instagram and to stay updated on these type of interviews from Philly's talent. So until further ado, Azuri, thank you so much for your time. Good thank
1: night, you. everyone. You. Bye. Bye. Bye.